Welcome to the Convention of States Legacy Podcast, a weekly program that looks back at historic content from our archives. We hope you are educated and inspired by today's edition. Today you will get to hear audio from a simulated Article 5 convention with 49 state delegations consisting mostly of sitting or previous state legislators. Hosted by Convention of States Foundation in August of 2023, the event was held in Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia. In this opening plenary session, three candidates for convention president give speeches and the delegations vote state by state to elect their officers. And uh, we will start with, uh, we have the roll call vote. Mr. Secretary, please. Thank you, Mr. President. We will call the roll by state. State chairpersons, please report present if your state is here. Alabama. Present. Alaska. Present. Arizona. Present. Arkansas. Present. California. Present. Colorado. Present. Connecticut. Present. Delaware. Present. Florida. Present. Georgia. Present. Hawaii. Present. Idaho. Present. Illinois. Present. Indiana. Present. Iowa. Present. Kansas. Present. Kentucky. Present. Louisiana. Here. Maine. Present. Maryland. Present. Massachusetts. Present. Michigan. Present. Minnesota. Present. Mississippi. Present. Missouri. Present. Montana. Present. Nebraska. Present. Nevada. Present. New Hampshire. Present. New Jersey. Present. New Mexico. Present. New York. Present. North Carolina. Present. North Dakota. Present. Ohio. Present. Oklahoma. Present. Oregon. Present. Pennsylvania. Present. Rhode Island. Rhode Island absent. South Carolina. Very present. Present. (laughs) South Dakota. Present. Tennessee. Here. Texas. Present. Utah. Present. Vermont. Present. Virginia. Present. Washington. Present. West Virginia. Present. Wisconsin. Present. Wyoming. Present. Mr. President, we have 49 states present, one absent, and we have a quorum. Clearly, we have a quorum present. Next item of business. We, we have the opportunity at this point to, we're going to open with an invocation. We'll call on Representative Dennis uh, Rydell. Riddell. My apologies, sir. We'll call on Dennis Riddell from North Carolina to open us with an invocation, following which we will uh, have uh, Representative John Wills from Iowa will lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Sir, if you will please stand. Thank the Chair. I have been called much worse. (laughs) You'll join me in prayer. Lord, we thank you for calling us to this place for such a time as this. We ask for your direction and guidance of this historic Article 5 simulation. We seek your blessing upon all those who have worked so hard over many, many weeks and months to make this important event a success and 
many of whom are continuing to serve us even now. And we thank you for those who have given financially to permit this event to take place. Generations ago, you led our forebears to this continent and enabled them to create a great nation out of a wilderness. Today, our nation is wandering in the wilderness, the wilderness of false gods, the maze of false political theories groping about. Please give us wisdom. Give us discernment. May all that we say and do in this place be acceptable in thy sight. May it also be a testimony of what can and must be done for freedom in this land. We need your presence here in a great way and your grace and mercy upon the United States of America. Make us worthy of this opportunity. Some are better hands at pulling down than building up. I pray that we would be builders today. I pray that, as it says in Scripture, except the Lord build the house, laborers' efforts are but in vain. And I pray lastly that you would help us to be successful in securing the blessings of liberty, not only for ourselves, but for our posterity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, we heard a pledge of allegiance to the greatest country in the entire history of the world. And so uh, say it like you mean it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, gentlemen. You may be seated. We now have an opportunity to elect uh, officers for the uh, following days for our proceedings. We uh, will elect a president and the runner-up will take the role of, of vice president. The, um, we, we, we were not going to have speeches, but I understand that we've got a little bit of time. We're going to allow two minutes for each candidate to uh, to share their remarks, and then we will vote by states. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you have the order of the candidates, please? Yes, first is Representative Woody Jenkins from Louisiana. Following him will be Rep Senator Jason Rapert from Arkansas. Then will be Senator Michelle Reynolds from Ohio, and then finally Senator Rob Standridge from Oklahoma. Thank you very much, and what a pleasure it is to be with all of you assembled here today. You can just feel the sense of history, first by the wonderful setting of Williamsburg, and then to hear this roll call of states and what each state contributes and means to this country. Was our Constitution divinely inspired? No question. We have over 200 years of history to prove that it was. This nation, unique in the history of the world, giving us liberty and, and justice. Can it be changed? Well, of course, the founders decided almost immediately to change it when they added the Bill of Rights. And they added Article 5 to make it possible to make changes. But one provision has never been used, and that's our Article 5 Convention, which was really a check on Congress, where Congress is the problem or part of the problem. The people can bypass Congress to make the changes. And that's really why we're here, to see if that can work. I believe it can. I think God has his hand on us. We'll have a wonderful week, and with his will, we will have some great proposals to offer to the American people. Thank you very much. It's great to be with you. Thank you.
Senator Jason Rapert. Good morning. It's good to be here with all of you. I want to first say, first and foremost, that you all are leaders. You're leaders amongst leaders. And any single one of you could serve as president of this convention. But we shall choose one, and I'd be honored to serve with you. I want to ask a question. How many of you were at the Mount Vernon Assembly in 2013 at George Washington's home? Look around the room. Look around the room. I was one of the few that was there, and it was my honor. There were 32 state delegations that were there, and now here we are, 49. I'd like to have sent a posse to Rhode Island to get that other one that was here. <laughs> yes. But here we are. And I'm just going to say a few words today. I don't need to talk to you about Article 5. You know why you're here. I don't need to talk to you about what's going on in this country, but I will say this. When people say that we might make a runaway convention, I'm going to tell you that America and Washington, D.C. is running away right now. They're about to put, wanting to put a president in jail. They're cutting penises off of little boys and breasts off of little girls. I'd say that's a runaway. We got homeless people all over the streets in America. That's a runaway. And we have debt that nobody has ever had to deal with in the history of this country. What I will tell you as my comments here today is that I'm proud to be amongst you because we all have fought very hard in our states to make this country better. And here we are today. I came here today and I want to show you one other thing. I don't have time to tell you the whole history, but I can tell you that as we are at Williamsburg today, this flag is significant. How many of you can raise your hands and tell me that you know the name of this flag and what it is? Looky there. This is the first flag that George Washington fought under. It's called the Washington Cruiser flag. And on that flag, they put the phrase, an appeal to heaven, Time. because John Locke said, we need to make an appeal to heaven. And that's what we need to do today. God bless you. Thanks for having me. Next, we have Senator Standridge. We have uh, Michelle uh, Reynolds has withdrawn her name from consideration, so we'll uh, go to Senator Standish, please. I came, came prepared not to make a speech, so you're not welcome. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. It is such an honor to be here. I have to echo the good word, Senator Rapper. I, anybody here could be the convention president. We're here as a group. And I'll just tell you, I came down those stairs uh, yesterday evening and it was like deja vu. I think I texted Mike this last night. I said, I, I, last time I came that, down that stair seven years ago, my good friends Josh Burkeen and Tom Coburn were at the bottom of the stairs just visiting and waving at me as I came down. I was like, it's just such a, it almost feels like God was in it there and God is in this today. And I just really am honored to be here with you. I did bring a little book, not much show and tell, but uh, Oklahoma is a very unique state, I must say. Uh, I love to be, be there. I love to call it my home. But when I first started trying to do this, I came into the legislature wanting to do something. Runaway government. We all, hopefully we all enter the legislature with convictions wanting to do something. And I was that convicted person. I was told about nullification and all these crazy ideas from some of my crazy right radical friends that would, I think, haul muskets to the Capitol and start firing shots in the air to control the runaway government, but yet when it came to Article 5, they turned chicken and ran to the hills. I never have understood that. I don't understand it today. How can you be afraid of a constitutional provision 
You can nullify things, you can interposition, you can do all of these things, these radical things, but the one provision besides the 17th Amendment, thank you, Senator, uh, that the founders gave us is right there in black and white for us to use. And this is our time to use that. And I agree with, with Mark that we are setting uh, the stage for something really big, I think. Um, I, uh, I, I brought this book on the Kentucky-Virginia resolutions. I, I started with nullifications, and then I started reading about how that was tried to implement it, and it really moved my heart, and it, and it led me to where we are today. It led me to Mike Ferris, who I really enjoyed. I put it in my little bio there. I called Mike out of the blue, and he was willing to come to Oklahoma and debate with me. I hope the cleat marks are off of your shoulders by now, Mike, but I mean, he, he was so helpful to me in Oklahoma. And then I convinced my good friend Tom Coburn, who actually had become convinced of Article 5 to go around the state and help me as well. And I miss him every day. And, I, and, I, and we together wrote a book called Smashing DC Monopoly. You might have heard of this. And, and originally wrote that book from the state legislator perspective, my perspective. But some of my good friends, including Tom, convinced me that if we're going to convince all of you guys to do this, maybe you don't want to hear what I have to say. Maybe you want to hear what Dr. Coburn has to say. Time. So that's what that was about. So I'd be honored to serve with you, president or not president. So thank you for the time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll remind you that the qualifications for each candidate, you'll find them in uh, the tab in your binders. Uh, we will proceed to the vote. We'll give you just a minute to review those. We will proceed to the vote. Uh, each candidate must be elected by a majority. We'll go through a roll call vote by states until we have a majority for a candidate for president. The runner-up will then uh, take the role as vice president. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will now proceed to elect the president of the 2023 simulated convention of states. Mr. Secretary, if you will call the roll call vote. Alabama. Woody Jenkins, Louisiana. Alaska. Rob Standridge, Oklahoma. Arizona. Senator Jason Rapper, Arkansas. Arkansas. California. California absent. Jason Rapper. Colorado. Connecticut. Connecticut absent. Delaware. Florida. Florida votes for Jason Rapper. Georgia. Georgia votes for Jason Rapper. Hawaii. Idaho. Illinois. Indiana. Iowa. Iowa votes for Jason Rapper. Kansas. Kansas votes for Jason Rapper. Kentucky. Kentucky votes for Woody Jenkins. Louisiana. 
great state of Louisiana votes for the Honorable Woody Jenkins. Maine. Great state of Maine votes for Woody Jenkins, Louisiana. Maryland. Woody Jenkins, Louisiana. Massachusetts. Michigan. Minnesota. Minnesota casts its vote for Woody Jenkins, Louisiana. Mississippi. Mississippi casts its vote for Jason Missouri. The great state of Missouri votes for Representative Woody Jenkins. Montana. Montana, Senator Rob Sanders. Nebraska. Nevada. New Hampshire. Live free or die state. Rob Sanders, New Jersey. Pardon State, New Jersey. New Mexico. New York. North Carolina. North Dakota. Ohio. Ohio votes for Senator Rob Standridge, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma votes for Senator Rob Standridge. Oregon. Oregon votes for Senator Jason Travis. Pennsylvania. Commonwealth of Pennsylvania votes for Senator Jason Rapper. Rhode Island. South Carolina. South Carolina, the Palmetto State. South Dakota. South Dakota, the Rushmore State, votes for Representative Woody Jenkins. Tennessee. Tennessee, the Volunteer State, votes for Woody Jenkins. Texas. The Lone Star State votes for Representative Woody Jenkins. Utah. Vermont. Virginia. Washington. West Virginia. Wisconsin. Wyoming. The vote totals. We have 23 states for Woody Jenkins, 17 for Jason Rappert, 8 for Rob Standrich. No state having, or no candidate having received a majority. We will have another round of voting so that we have uh, our president elected by a majority of the states. Uh, we will now uh, have, our, we'll have our, our lowest candidate drop out. We'll now have our vote between uh, Woody Jenkins and Jason Rappert. Will be our next vote. And again, we have one state, one vote. Uh, we'll have a majority to elect our president. Mr. Secretary, if you will call the vote of states.
Alabama. Woody Jenkins. Alaska. Alaska, the last frontier state, votes for uh, Senator Jason Rapper. Arizona. We're all going to Copper State, Arizona. <laughs> votes for Jason Rapper. Arkansas. California. Colorado. Connecticut. Connecticut is absent. Delaware. Florida. Florida votes for Jason Rapper. Georgia. Georgia's Jason Rapper. Hawaii. Idaho. Illinois. Indiana. Iowa. Kansas. Kentucky. Louisiana. Maine. Maryland. Massachusetts. Michigan. Minnesota. Mississippi. Missouri. Montana. Nebraska. Nevada. New Hampshire. Jason Rapper. New Jersey. New Mexico. New York. North Carolina. North Dakota. Ohio. Ohio votes for Woody Jenkins. Oklahoma. Oklahoma votes for Senator Jason Rapper. Oregon. Oregon votes for Senator Jason Rapper. Pennsylvania. Rhode Island. Rhode Island is absent. South Carolina. South Carolina votes for Woody Jenkins. South Dakota. Tennessee. Free state of Tennessee votes for Woody Jenkins. Texas. Texas votes for Woody Jenkins. Utah. Jason Rappers. Vermont. Jason Rappers. Virginia. Woody Jenkins. Washington. Jason Rappers. West Virginia. West Virginia has its votes for Jason Rappers. Wisconsin. Wyoming. All right, we have a majority of states. I've announced that the, uh, the next president of the 2023 Convention of States is Representative Woody Jenkins. Sir.
Come forward and take the gavel and I will retire to the back row. <laughs> I don't promise to be quiet though. Thank you, sir. Welcome. Congratulations. Thank you so much. What an honor it is and a surprise, honestly, because I came not knowing anyone except uh, my colleague, Ray Garofalo. So uh, it's a great pleasure to uh, have this opportunity to preside with you and work with you the next two days. We will accomplish some great things. I am absolutely certain of that. Let me say, uh, I wanted to say a couple of things just uh, before we actually get into the business of things and some things that are on my heart that I'd like to talk about. And it's such a wonderful experience to be here in Williamsburg and to have the House of Burgesses here, which is the oldest uh, legislative body democratically elected in the Western Hemisphere. Maybe uh, one of the, in the world, I guess. Maybe the British Parliament is maybe older than that, but uh, it's certainly a great history. I want to mention, too, that the revolution went on a long time. It didn't end uh, in 1783. It really ended with the Battle of New Orleans in 1815, because the British intended to subdue this nation uh, all during that time. And I think Louisiana deserves its true place in Revolutionary War history. <laughs> and, when you look, and, and when you look at the War of 1812 really as a continuation of the Revolution, God had his hand in that war and on America. We saw miracles happen. We saw them, for example, when Washington was saved by that great hurricane that hit. And we saw it in the Battle of New Orleans where the greatest army assembled in the world took on this unarmed city which was defended by a handful of Jackson's regulars plus Kentucky frontiersmen and free and slave blacks and Cajuns and New Orleans businessmen who really knew nothing about fighting a war but God had his hand and it was the greatest military defeat in the history of Great Britain and probably the greatest victory in America right there. And that was the completion of the revolution. I have to tell you something else that just that's on my heart because we always talk about the original 13 colonies, but you know that there were really 15 colonies. There was British East Florida and British West Florida. And in 1779, <clears throat> the Americans living in West Florida, which was from the Mississippi River, including Baton Rouge, Biloxi, uh, uh, Mobile, and Pensacola, all the way to the Apalachicola River, the people of West Florida rebelled against Britain and overthrew them, defeating them at Fort Richmond there in Baton Rouge and aided by the Spanish, and the Spanish filled the gap and it became a Spanish colony. And then in 1803, we had the Louisiana Purchase, but in 1810, the people of West Florida overthrew Spain and set up an independent republic, the Republic of West Florida. And so you have the original 13 and you have Texas and you have West Florida that defeated uh, foreign powers and came into this United States by the shedding of blood. So just so the original 13 don't think they had all the action, some of us did too. <laughs> So we're going to be uh, expeditious but thorough in our committee hearings. Uh, less, we're going to be limited to three proposals coming out of each committee, so they need to be some good ones. <clears throat> I hope that you will not uh, we'll keep it brief but also thorough enough as we say, how long should a skirt be? Uh, 
long enough to cover the subject, but short enough to keep it interesting. So let's do that. <laughs> so in that, we'll stand in recess until I guess it's, uh, or I guess we'll adjourn until tomorrow at 9 a.m. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Convention of States Legacy Podcast. To learn more about our grassroots movement, go to www.conventionofstates.com.